You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I am Trip from tripadvice.com coming to you with some amazing knowledge on how to talk to girls, how to get girls, how to get a girlfriend, how to attract the women that you desire. And I have a and the, geez, an amazing guest. I know I say that every time, but I only pick the most amazing guests. In today's episode, I'm interviewing a close friend of mine who also happens to be a dating coach, and she happens to be pretty hot too. Her name is Erica Angelo, and I've known her for many years. You can find her at ericaangelo.com or ericaangelomembers.com if you end up liking what she has to say and want to do any kind of coaching with her. So check those out. And Erica, she's a dating coach for men and helps men become more attractive and more powerful. And she's got some just awesome stuff to share with us today on how to do that. So we're going to get to that interview in just a second. Don't forget, if you want to get one of my famous programs, Conversation That Gets You Dates, you can do that by reviewing this podcast on iTunes, taking a screenshot of it, sending it over to trip at tripadvice.com, and we'll give you access to that program, Conversation That Gets You Dates. And on this program, it will teach you the entire breakdown of what to say to a girl when you first meet her all the way to getting her number and getting a date. It's an amazing program. I highly suggest you take advantage of this opportunity. Just take a screenshot of the iTunes review that you have created. Send it over to me, trip at tripadvice.com, and we'll get you taken care of. Also, if you have a question you want answered, call the hotline 323-432-0025 to get your question answered here on the podcast, okay? And I'll answer any question you have regarding dating, relationship, sex, anything that's going on in your life when it comes to a girl we will get that question answered right here live on the podcast, okay? And we've done a bunch already, and there's more that I want to do. So call in, 323-432-0025. And of course, as always, you can get the free podcast gift if you haven't yet at tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. And what you can do is go to that website, tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift to pick up a free video of one of my students approaching two hot girls during the day and I break it down for you so you can learn exactly how to do it yourself. And this is a video that is instructional, gives you specific details on how to talk to girls during the day and how to get their number. So watch the hidden camera video now, tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. Okay, so without further ado, let's go into my interview with Erica Angelo, one of the top dating coaches for men, and she's going to share how to be powerful, how to be a man. I'm sure you want to learn that. So here she is. Hello, Erica Angelo. How are you? I'm wonderful, babe. How are you doing? I am fantastic. So a little bit of uh, background actually on our history. Erica is not only a colleague, but a very close friend. We've known each other, I think, since I started Pretty much like was just starting trip advice. So I think we've known each other for like, what, like three, four years, something like that? It has. 
Yeah, it has. I can't believe it. Yeah, we've known each other for a long time, and she's definitely on my list of trusted sources in terms of giving some of the best dating advice to guys out there. So I'm just so happy to finally interview you and talk to you and share some of your knowledge and wisdom with uh, the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I love it. And, you know, I feel the same way about you, Trip. I, you know, there are a lot of folks out there giving advice to guys, you know, like you and myself, but you're one of the few ones that I really trust. And when it's not a good fit for me, when I'm working with clients, you're always the guy that I want to send people to because I really trust your advice. It's very solid. It's very um, practical and it's things that guys can implement right away. And that's what I love, love what you're doing. And I, I love that you do it with such clarity and truth. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Such kind words. And, and one thing that I like that you're doing, and I don't know, maybe we'll touch a little bit on this today. We're going to talk about some, some other stuff I know, but you know, one of the things I remember that you coached at the most and were really good at and loved to do was this idea of self-love. I know that you worked with a lot of guys to get them to love themselves more. And in turn, of course, what is that going to do? Well, when you love yourself, everything just starts to fall into place because you want to create a better life for yourself and 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 work hard at being basically the best version that you could be. So, I mean, do you still work on that a lot with guys when you're doing your coaching? or It's huge. It's everything. I always definitely work on that because because without that component, you're pretty much screwed. I mean, you can jump into a fast relationship, but at the end of the day, if you don't love yourself and if you really hate yourself, which is quite common, if you're one of the guys listening, you're like, I do hate myself. That resonates with me. You're not alone. There are a lot of guys out there who struggle with that and good looking guys, you name it. And so when that's going in and you don't love yourself, guess what? It comes out in the relationship. You may find a girl, you may get in a relationship but two months down the road, those demons come out and guess what? It blows up your relationship. So I absolutely focus on self-love 100% with all of my clients. Awesome. Awesome. And today, and this is, uh, I think we came up with this, with this topic because we were talking, maybe it was like a month ago and we were sharing just kind of stories about our dating lives and you were bringing up a lot of really cool stuff in terms of what you look for in a man. And, right. and here's the thing. One of the reasons why I, I want to talk to you about that is because you're not just, you know, a regular girl off the street who's just saying, oh, what she wants in a guy. You really truly understand what it means to be a man because you teach it. And so it's really cool to hear from you what you're looking for because what you say is like really specific stuff that you know you want in a man and and what makes a man a man because this is, you know, one of your areas of expertise. So I just think it's really cool hearing that from a woman. So let, yeah, let's dive into it. I mean, just start anywhere. You know, what are some of the things um, that you are looking for in a man yourself and just speaking for all the women out there? Like, what is it? What is it that makes a man a man? Well, first, let me say this, because I know there, there are a lot of men out there, and I just want to speak to the guys who, one, just hearing this subject already brings pressure to you. Like, the minute that we start talking about that, there's a tightness in your chest. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on guys, especially now, of like, you know, it's kind of lost. The, the male role, the identity of a male, 
a man is kind of lost now with women, you know, making their own money and this and that. So, so to you guys who are, you're like, Oh great. Here we go. Another woman telling me like what I need to do to make her happy. Let me just set the precedent of, um, the reason why I work with men is I have a great value for men. Um, my clients that I work with, like, I love the men that I work with. I'm a huge advocate for men. Um, in fact, when I get interviewed on other, uh, with other dating coaches and they're wanting advice for women, the one thing that I really do is I try to stand up for men and I try to be a voice for men because I feel like men don't have a voice anymore. It's just more of like what women want and expect and men are supposed to just fill that role. Um, but one thing I, I preach is, you know, women, there's too much entitlement going around and we really need to value men. And I can say that because I do value men and I really respect you. So just for you guys who are on this call right now, I just, I take time to honor you. Like, I really respect the fact that you're trying to make yourself a better man and you're even on this call right now. So big kudos to you. And I just want you to feel um, as I go into this, that, that this is a safe place. I'm not here to beat you up. I'm not here to tell you, you know, that you suck. I'm actually here to like speak to your identity and tell you like you have what it takes, but you just need to pull that out of yourself. It's in there. We just got to get it out. So to jump right into it, um, you know, I feel like what I initially said is identity is like really gone. Like if you ask guys, like what makes a man a man, you know, the roles have changed so much. And so the biggest thing is um, for men is to not allow other people to define what that looks like for them, but to really get a clear of like what it is about themselves that they really value first and foremost. Because if I try to find my value and who I am based on like what people expect out of me, I'm screwed. I'm absolutely screwed as a man or a woman. I'm screwed. So the first and foremost thing I have to get to is like, what do I value about myself? What really makes me stand out from everyone else? What sets me apart? Because when a man really gets that and he owns that, there's this sex appeal that comes with it that just makes a man, whether he's six foot tall, whether he's five foot tall, whether he's skinny, whether he's fat, whether he's rich, whether he's not rich, there's something about a man who really understands what he brings to the table and really values himself that just like clothes him in this sex appeal. And it's very, it's irresistible to women. So what do you think? Like, I want to hear like an example of like a man that you've met recently or whenever in your life that was an example of that? I'll give a perfect example. I and actually share this story with you. I was in Italy and uh, a guy friend of mine, we were just guy and girlfriend and uh, he lives in Italy. I live here in the States. And when I got there, like one thing that I've loved about this guy, even through our friendship was he's always just true to him. Like he's got his own sense of style He's got his own sense of way of life. Like this guy just doesn't really fit in a box. It's, he's quite interesting. And so like I've known him for like three years and that has been a consistent thing. Like that's never changed. Like who he is is just who he is. And so when you see someone who really like is comfortable in their skin uh, and they really own that and they don't apologize for it and they just kind of do it because it's who they are and they're just in a state of being, um, as a woman, I recognized that. And I actually could trust him. I actually felt safe with him. So once I got there, like, because I knew who he was and because he was so comfortable in his skin, like it made me feel comfortable being around him. And it also made me feel like I could trust whatever he suggested. And so like, I took some big risks in Italy while I was with him. We, we went from just friendship into like 
romance, you know, like, you know, we, there's that interest there, that magic just boom popped out there. And I felt, I think anyone else, I wouldn't have trusted to just jump into that magic because, but because he was like, just so safe in his skin and comfortable in his skin, I was like, why not? Why the hell not? Like, I felt like I was going to be okay, no matter what happened, like, I was going to be all right. And, and for women, as crazy as that sounds like, and I know guys get so annoyed about hearing about this, but it's so true. Like for women, safety is so huge. And so if you don't feel safe in yourself, if you don't feel safe in your voice and your identity, um, a woman's not going to feel safe with you. She can't, you know, we're super intuitive. So if we don't get that vibe from you, that you you're comfortable in your skin and you're comfortable in your voice, um, ultimately we're going to have a hesitation with you. We're going to keep our guards up a little bit because in the back of our mind, we're going to say, I have to take care of myself because ultimately this guy is in a safe place. He, he can't take care of me because he can't take care of himself. That's great. Okay. So something just kind of came to mind here. So first of all, you're spot on. And I talk about what you, you know, what you're saying a lot. I made a video uh, a couple months ago think it was called something like the number one thing that makes a woman want to sleep with you. And the answer in that video, and then I go on to explain it, is trust, right? Which is yeah. exactly what you're talking about right now. But you put it in a way that I've never put it before, which I really like. And you're basically saying that the guy, this is so cool, the guy has to trust himself, which is going to then in turn make the woman trust him. And I think that's really interesting. It's like, yeah, you're right. A lot of the guys who are nervous or don't have confidence and don't believe in themselves, they're really just on a basic level, they're not trusting themselves. They're not trusting who they are as a person. And then the woman is going to see that, like you said. And, and you know, you who's listening right now, you better understand this. This is a very important point that you just made is that women are very intuitive. So they're going to catch on to that. And I don't want to like scare anyone by saying that, but it's, it's the truth. They're going to be able to pick on pick up on if you trust yourself. And if you don't, and you don't trust yourself, they're never going to trust you. And that is what Erica is saying here in terms of really forming that connection. It sounded like you, you, you created, he created that trust, he created that environment for you. And then you were able to, like you said, go from friends to having, you know, this romantic adventure with this guy, right? It's totally true. It, the, the adventure was romantic, even in terms of like, uh, you know, I was in Italy by myself. I mean, I had my Italian friends there, but I even took it opened it opened me up so much. And this is the the power that you guys have as men. Like you don't under I I wish men understood their power that they still have. And it it makes me sad. It breaks my heart that men feel so powerless. Because let me tell you that as he created that safety, not only was I able to explore romantically because I trusted him, but that even like affected like how I was um, able to feel adventurous and safe to like explore Italy on my own. Like he set like this kind of precedence in like my entire trip. So not only did it affect like me romantically, but it, it affected like how I interacted with life, how I interacted with my time in Italy. And when I came back to the States, like he opened me up so much that I was able to bring it back with me to America. I mean, that's huge that a man can do that for a woman. So you guys who are who are in a place where you're like, I feel powerless. I feel like women have the power. That is such bullshit that you've bought into. It's not the truth. Men are so powerful. And you can have such a beautiful um, 
impact on a woman if you'll really just allow yourself to to come to a place where you really trust yourself and you really own your identity. What do you think? Do you have any like tips or any ideas of like, you know, let's just say, you know, I'm your student right now. I'm coming to you as a coaching client and I'm like, all right, Erica, that all makes sense. I get it. What's my like first step or what's something you can tell me so I can start to trust myself because I don't, you know, I'm saying to you as a client, I don't trust myself. I don't feel, I don't feel like I have what it takes. You know, I don't, I, I just, I just don't feel comfortable in my own skin. I mean, what would you say to a guy like that? The first thing I would say is write down the, the first five things that come to your mind that your parents said about you that didn't make you feel good about yourself. That's crazy, right? You would Whoa, think like I Well, now we're getting deep. I love it. Okay, keep going. It's getting real now, Trip. It's getting real. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, go on. I I absolutely would. That's the first place I would start. Think about your relationship with your parents, especially your dad. Um, what are the five things that they said about you that made you feel like shit about yourself? And just boom, write those things out. And I can guarantee you that there are places in your life, including your dating life, that you are living your life out of those lies and they're crippling you. You're like, well, well, my dad said that when I was five years old, that should not be affecting me today. Oh, really? Because the last time I remember, like my parents, they set the foundation and they set the precedence of my life. They taught me like the ABCs. And so, I mean, if you still remember your ABCs and one, two, threes from kindergarten, chances are those emotional things that your parents taught you when you were under their roof, you're still implementing those today, just like you are using uh, the alphabet and mathematics. It's, it's that practical. So getting, re- and I know that's really deep and people are like, oh, well, that takes too much time. Well, we'll do it. Because if you don't, then you're going to live a life out of a lie. So cut the bullshit, get to the truth. And chances are that those lies that your parents spoke about you, because that's what they are. If they didn't feel good with you and they didn't resonate with you, chances are they were lies. And so it's just better to get those out of your life instead of living a crippled life out of those lies. So that's the first five things is, um, is exposing that. The next step I would take from there is I would take a pen, I'd take a pencil, and I'd look at that list, and I'd, I'd scratch out each one by one. Nope, I am not stupid the way my dad said I'm stupid. Nope, I am not incapable the way my mom said I was incapable. And I would mark out each one, and then to the right of those, I would write the truth. Like, what is the opposite of that? And say, that's who you are. That's the first big gravy step that I would take. That's huge. That's huge. And then through that process, the guy can start to unlearn some of those things. Absolutely. You know, here's the thing. Like, our what we say about ourselves is so powerful. What I do a lot of times, my guys, and they hate this, and they think I'm like like the most wicked woman in the world. But after we go through that process, I will literally take my guys and put them in front of a mirror. And they're like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I'm like, well, I don't give a shit. I'm your coach. And this is what you're going to do. I take them and I put them in front of a mirror. And I'm like, now read the truth out to yourself. Because there's such a power about speaking your words. And when you're looking at yourself and you're speaking those words over yourself, it's a game changer. And, and listen, I don't just say this from like theory. This is personal experience. If, if you see my picture, you'll look at me and you'll go, that's a very attractive woman. 
But when I was 19 or 20, I thought I was ugly. I started working with a therapist and they said, I want you to say that you're beautiful. And I just bursted into tears. I could not say I was beautiful. I did not find myself a lovable person. I had a lot of self-hatred. And I literally just started the same things that I teach my guys. I just started doing on my own. I started like putting the pieces together, started doing it on my own, started getting in front of the mirror. And all of a sudden now, I mean, if you talk to me, you would say either she's cocky or she's a narcissist or she's arrogant or the people who really know me go, damn, Erica, one thing about her is she really loves herself. And guess what? As a result of that, I'm a magnet everywhere I go. People love me. People enjoy being around me. I have friends all over the world because of that. But I think I, here's the thing, and, and this is something I want to set straight. And this is why I love what you do, Trip. So many guys run to like pickup artists and they want the quick fix. You know, give me the Band-Aid, make it work for me fast. Um, but the problem is, is that stuff only lasts for so long because it doesn't speak to your identity. It's, it's based on gimmicks. And I love what you do because you give such practical advice that are not gimmicks, that are real things that real men can use every day that will bring long lasting results. And so what I'm saying is doing this, it creates the long lasting results. If you want to like live life from Band-Aid to Band-Aid, Keep doing what the pickup artists are telling you to do. But if you actually want a fruitful life, if you actually want to meet a real girl who really values you and really respects you and who has her shit together, then you're going to want to do this. Right. I mean, because we're talking about the most foundational work possible, really getting down to the core of the nasty beliefs that you have as a guy and what you feel about yourself, because that's where it all starts. You know, that's and it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it all begins. I like it. Okay, let's keep going. I want to. I feel like we have so much more to cover. So, so we're talking about trust and and having uh, an identity and and you know being uh, congruent with who you are. What are some other things that make a man powerful and, and attractive to you? Okay, so let's look at the practical side. There's so much more we could go on the inside stuff, but some practical things is this too. Um, you know, one, I'll work with my guys on this deep stuff, but then I work on the very shallow stuff, which is their appearance. Like I can't emphasize enough guys. Like, yes, you want to love yourself and value yourself, but you also want to exude that from the outside. You know, I'll work with some of my clients and, and Max, I'll look at their fashion and they're like wearing these like huge baggy shirts and very baggy clothing. And, and to me, that's a result. When I see someone dressed like that, I'm like, that's speaks about how you feel about yourself. And so a lot of times when my clients have come to me and they struggle with their identity and they feel crap about themselves, I'll notice that they wear like these huge baggy clothes and I'll say, why are you hiding yourself? And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're clothes, you're hiding yourself. You don't want to be seen. You're coming to me because you want to meet a woman, but your clothes and everything about the way you dress says, I don't want anyone to see me. I don't want them to recognize me. And so practical things like really like, okay, I found out who I am or this is what I think I want. And really exploring like with your fashion, playing it up a little bit, finding what really works with your personality and what you find to be attractive. And it, you know what? It doesn't really hurt to ask your girlfriend's advice too. like ask the girls around you, like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And really own your fashion. That's, that's a big thing because before she gets to experience you, the first thing she's going to recognize is what she sees on the outside. Yes, you can judge a book by its cover because we do it every day. I like that. I like that. So what are some other good – I mean, what, what do you like in terms of a guy in terms of style and the way he puts himself together? 
I know it's different for every woman, but I'd like to hear it from you a little bit. Oh, well, what I love, and then this is just me. I love men who have that tailored look. When I see like the shirts cut in right, the pants are kind of slim. I always remind guys, it's like women are sexual, just like men. And so if I can see a guy's body, if I can see his butt, if I can see his legs, if I can see his chest or his arms or any of that stuff, like he leaves that shirt open just a little bit, like, and I can see his skin, man, that's so, so sexy. And so it's really important to really own that. And if you are struggling with weight, I always encourage my guys, get it taken care of. It's worth it. You'll feel better about yourself. And it's, it, you know, when a guy is, is in shape and he feels good about himself, it's automatically like this magnet that women are drawn to like, wow, there's a guy that feels good about himself. I can see that permeating from him. Who is he? I want to get to know him. So a lot of times my clients will like, if they're not in shape, they'll, they'll get on juice cleanses. They'll do whatever they can to kind of get in shape so that, that that's in order. You know, it's funny too, because I always think about all the things that you need to do to be a really attractive guy. And at the end of the day, it's really just good life advice. Like, you know, the things that you'll be doing to help yourself grow and evolve as a man is just going to help you in every other way, in every other aspect. But, you know, for, so for example, we're talking about, you know, guys who are overweight and start losing weight. It's like, well, that's not only good to get chicks, but like that's also going to help you live longer. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like you're actually going to have a more fulfilling life in all the other areas, even though you're kind of just doing it so you can attract a woman. It's so true. And I think another sexy thing is, is humor. Like I, I don't, I don't think guys realize like how much humor it goes a long way with women. I mean, it really does. If you give me a guy who has personality and can make me giggle, like I want to say something inappropriate, but let me just find a nice way to put it. Um, it makes me all wet. Inside. <laughs> Come on. It makes me really excited when a guy can make me laugh. You know what? It disarms us as women because I think sometimes as women, we walk around with a lot of shields and a lot of walls. So when a guy's funny, like those walls, as much as we want to keep them up, they innately come down. They totally like, like disarm us. So if you can really, if if you're a guy and you've got humor going for you, really enjoy that and embrace that. And I'll tell you why most guys can't do that is because so many guys are so stuck in their head and they're wondering, is this going to be funny to her? Well, who gives a blank if it's funny to her? Do you think it's funny? Then do it. Because once again, that's owning your voice, that's being confident and just saying what you want to say. And nine out of 10 times, yeah, she's going to think it's funny too. But if you get so wrapped up in your head, like, I wonder what she's going to think about this, you've just shot yourself in the foot. Right, exactly. I think that's a big thing, too, is because a lot of people like to crack jokes. A lot of people are like that. But you're not going to be able to do that if you're just kind of stuck in your head the whole time. It's true. It's really true. Okay, cool. What else you got for us? Keep going. This is great. Keep going. Well, what would you say most guys in terms of identity really struggle with? What what are the parts that they just can't get past? I mean, what do you mean exactly in terms of identity? Um, why don't they feel confident? Why, why do they feel like they're just so screwed up and no woman wants them? I think, I mean, a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with this. This was for me a long time ago has to do with, um, the media, 
You know what I mean? It's like we see how everyone is supposed to look or how the media wants us to look. And then what happens? We feel inadequate, right? And I know that's a, a lot of that's for women as well. I think a lot of guys have that too. So they're like, oh, okay, so we got to look like Brad Pitt. Oh, okay, we got to be chiseled. Oh, okay, you know, we got to be, you know, six and a half feet tall. You know, it's like, so we look at that stuff and we see, oh, that's how it's supposed to be. That's how you're going to attract the hot girl. And of course, you know, not all of us are born like that. So that's going to be really tough for us. Right, totally. Um, and, And that's one thing that I just, you know, kind of barely touched on is, you know, all these expectations that men are really feeling the pressure on and and really it's just it's just bs um i i talk about this a lot and i hopefully none of my ex-boyfriends listen to any of the things that i talk about but i have a reputation trip for like once i'm in a relationship with a guy like most of the time they're like not the most attractive guys to the point where my mom's like erica you're a beautiful girl what's what's going on why do you date these guys who are just not the most attractive and some of the guys are probably saying well because they're rich no they're not even rich um it's a thing of when a guy these guys that i've been in relationships with like when they feel so confident and comfortable in their skin that they can just go over me and pursue me and not give two shits if i say no and they're going to keep pursuing me until they get to the yes like those guys just completely woo me and they're not what you know, GQ is saying they should be. They just are who they are. And to me, that's enough. To me, that's sexy. Right. Basically, and this is what I always say too, is that sometimes it's so easy as just being able to go over and start the conversation and just show interest because not a lot of guys can do that. And being able to do that on its own is almost half the battle of showing a girl hey, I'm confident in pursuing you, which means I'm confident in myself. And of course, that's one of the most attractive things. It's so true. It's, I mean, it's, it's what has gotten me to every relationship. All my ex-boyfriends have all pursued me like really hard. Even when they weren't sure if they had a chance, they still went for it with me. And, and at the end, they're the ones that got they're the ones that got me. And I think, I have to say, I think this actually goes in favor for guys who may not be the most GQ attractive guys is they don't care. So they don't, they'll just go for the risk. They're like, what do I have to lose? Where I noticed with the guys who are super attractive, they are rarely the ones that actually go after the women that they want. And they're also very frustrated inside. It's, it's so interesting. Like it's so backwards. Guys think that the GQ guys have it all made and they really don't because they're, they don't, they don't pursue this. They don't make the effort because maybe they feel like women come to them too easily, but the women that they really want to be with, they don't have the guts to go after because they haven't practiced doing it. And so the guys who may not be as attractive, but they're like, shit, I have nothing to lose. I'm going to go after. Those are the guys that always get the girl. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's interesting because those guys, they didn't have to, and same thing with the girls who were, who were really good looking growing up too, is they didn't, have to practice their social skills and have to hone their social skills, you know, because with, with that, everyone just, everything just kind of came to them. Right. Right. It's so true. And so it's like just being well, um, but that goes back to identity. Like it's so comfortable with yourself to be able to take those risks. And I will say that all of my guys, um, you know, they, they were confident enough that even though they weren't the best looking guys, because they were so confident, like they went for it, they went for me and they got me. 
So yeah, no, I've seen that before. I've seen a lot of women who are very attractive like you, and they say the exact same thing to me, right? Is that they end up still falling for a guy who is not as, you know, whatever, good looking as them or someone that you might see them with. It looks like a weird couple, but it doesn't matter because the guy is exhibiting all these other amazing qualities, right? Pretty much everything we've been talking about here on this episode. And that is enough right there to make them more attractive because a lot of girls are looking for guys like that. And of course, you know, it's it's different for everyone. I mean, some girls are going to be, I don't want to say superficial because that's a judgment call, but, it, you know, every girl is going to be into what they're into. You know, some girls will go for only like very, very stereotypical looking, uh, good looking guys. But then at the end of the day, a lot of those girls are going to find out that it's not going to make them happy in the end because they're going for something superficial that won't get them the type of relationship they want. They're not looking for all those strong qualities that a man needs to have, you know, the things that we're talking about here. It's totally true. At the end of the day, like as human beings, we all want to be valued and we want to be seen for who we really are. And that one takes responsibility on our part to be able to do that for ourselves, but two, to be in a place where we can be with someone else who can do that for us as well. And it, you know, it's really, I think that's why like, like you and myself, why there are coaches out there is because we need that these days. We need, until we find that significant other, like we need someone in our corner going, Hey, you, you've got it. You've got what it takes. You're, you're worth it. Like you've got more going for you than what you realize. And, and really being that advocate for people. I think, you know, that's the biggest thing is we just don't realize what we have. We don't realize what we have going for us. And sometimes we just need a cheerleader. We need a coach in our background just saying, Hey, I'm here. I'm here to support you and to remind you that you do have your shit together and you are worth it and you can find love. Right. Exactly. And that's the thing too, is once you realize that, then seriously, anything's possible. So, you know, if you're listening right now and you're still listening to this episode, I highly suggest if you need coaching and you want to learn more about this and how to have that person in your corner really showing you how you can be a better man and tailor it specifically to you, I just, I can't recommend talking to Erica and doing coaching with her. I mean, I'm telling you right now, she's one of my favorite coaches out there and I don't say that about a lot of people. Erica, where can they find you? Give us the exact, whatever it is, email address, website, where can they find you to talk to you and uh, get some information more about, about coaching and, and what you have to offer? Well, one thing that I've done, because I realize like this identity thing is not something that I can, men can just figure out overnight. It's a process. And so I've created a membership site, actually, and it's just an easy way for me to stay engaged with guys, whereas they can constantly keep going to get more and more tools. So I created this member, membership website, and it's just ericaangelomembers.com. Or if you just want to go through and like find some empowering, you know, videos and some blogs that will really equip you, go to my website, ericaangelo.com. Um, and it's really exciting. And one thing that I am doing is recording these like private calls that I'm doing with other women where, you know, they feel comfortable and safe with me. And we just talk about it all. We talk about sex. We talk about everything that we want in a man. And it's just a variety of women giving their perspective and it's so like amazing, like what these women want. It's not the, the typical stereotype of I want this and I want that, but it's actually really valuable insight that they're sharing on these recorded calls that I, I'm so excited I get to share with guys every month. I love it. That sounds like really 
really valuable stuff. So if you're still listening, go to ericaangelo.com or go to ericaangelomembers.com. Did I say that right? ericaangelomembers.com. And uh, just so you know, Erica is spelled A-R-I-C-A, Angelo, A-N-G-E-L-O. I'm going to put all this information in the description of this episode so you'll be able to find it. So go check that out. And Erica, thank you so much. This took way too long. I know you've been traveling. You've been so crazy busy, but I'm glad we finally got to sit down and talk for once. And we do that all the time, but I guess I'm just happy we got to finally record it and share some great information. So thank you so much for doing this. Oh, it's my pleasure. I adore you. Anything for my trip. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hopefully we'll have you on again soon. And don't forget to uh, subscribe to How to Talk to Girls. Get more information, more episodes coming your way. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com. 